What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtime with Downstar, and today we are here with Bosco Season. Yeah, that's a new uh new name for you, bro. Thank you. Ross right. is back on the pod, episode fifty-seven. Episode fifty-seven. Let's get to it. So we were just talking about how music used to be mad horny back <laughs> in the day, and I talk about this a lot. That uh, my mom she used to listen to a lot of horny um r&b music <laughs> back in the day i never really figured that out man but well, i guess moms was hot and bothered well no they even had like art lebeau's yeah you know, the art lebeau's tracks and albums and whatnot where they were just they, it was just all about getting it in what happened dude i, I think that people uh you know maybe they don't need the the, the musical assistance right do you think that that nowadays that people don't um they don't uh, respect the art of lovemaking anymore. <laughs> They're just out fucking. No, I, trying to get a nut. I don't know. Maybe it was just like a culture thing, you know, like anything, like like the gangsta gangsta hip hop. Like that was a culture thing, you know. Maybe that sweet sweet lovemaking music was just was just one of those phases that we had to go through, you know. Yeah, but everything comes back around. Do you think it's gonna come back around? Oh sure, I'm sure there's stuff out there like, you know, like like uh, who were you just talking about? R. Kelly, you know, mm-hmm. he was coming out with some crazy stuff back in the days, and now he's a weirdo. Yeah, but you never know. There might there just has to be someone who remember Usher, right? Usher was coming out with that stuff, and then they had like Neo. And yeah, whatnot. he was, dude. Usher was doing good, bro. Yeah. So I think I think, but what happens probably. Is that people get like pigeonholed and nobody wants to be in like a niche, right? Yeah. So there was people who, um, the Isley brothers, mm-hmm. who, who they would just Y'all do that slow. Contagious. That was mm-hmm. one of my mom's horny jams, too. They, they could do that for their whole life. They would just be on that like slow track. Like they, they, they probably still do concerts with the exact same like 25 songs in Agora Hills. Yeah. Was it called the Canyon Country or whatever? Uh-huh. Canyon Club? Yeah. So, y'all contagious. <laughs> so, you know, it's just one of those things where too many of the young bucks, they want to diversify, right? They want to work with Kanye or they want to work with, I don't know, any of the hot people on the tracks and whatnot. Yeah, speak, speaking of my guy Kanye, bro, uh-huh. me and Ash got into a huge family fight earlier today. <laughs> really? Over Kanye? Yeah, we Detail. almost uh, got a divorce, actually. Well, but uh, we held in there, guys. All right. Did you see his new thing with his, um, he was selling that merch at Coachella? Mm-mm. Well, for for let me find it real quick so I, I can show you. For one... I'll never hate on somebody making their money, dude. You know? Don't make your money. Do whatever you're going to do. What if they're murdering babies? I have somebody's paying you to murder babies. <laughs> Why are you all trying to get me fucking caught up? <laughs> you know I'm a jokester. And I'm going to take the joke. <laughs> Just had to take you down the rabbit hole. No. Okay. Almost... <laughs> Almost all the time, I'm not hating. You're all up for the entrepreneur, but there's a fine line. Exactly. See, you said it perfectly, dude. Exactly. Oh, it's not even up here. Anyways, this fool is selling merch Uh that um, 
looks like dog shit. Yeah. And right. it's like two fifty for a sweater, uh, like fifty bucks for a pair of socks or something like that. Wait, is he like wearing them? And then when you pay him, he takes them off and like puts them on you? You would think so. Okay. But no, it's nothing like that. You don't have his sweet DNA juices or anything on it. <laughs> was he even there? Like, was he behind the booth selling the shit? No, oh, he fuck. wasn't there. Dude, I'm sorry, but I ain't gonna buy no Kanye socks at Coachella for no, what'd you say, 50 bucks? Yeah, I I'm, I have to show, I'm gonna find the picture. Um. Uh. So you can say see it uh, and see what it is, and then I could tell you why it really bothered me. Right. Okay. Because I'm saying, like, I'm thinking, like, through the loom, you know. Okay. You Are get, you ready like, for this? Six pa- uh-huh. What? Check it out, dude. Guys, if you're just listening right now, <laughs> you can go uh, hit the Googs machine. Oh, man. This is up this Kanye merch. This right here, I guarantee you, like, dollars to donuts – is some kind of like fucked up social experiment where he's like saying like, I bet you if I put my name on this shit, people will buy exactly. it. Exactly. It, it like he's just like laughing there, being like, Oh, exactly. God. He's like, dude, I got that sweater off a of hobo and I put my holy spirit on there, and people are buying it for two twenty five. Bro, one sock says Jesus, the other sock says Christ. It just looks dumb. The merch looks dumb. Socks, socks church. And then it says Jesus walks or whatever it says. No, no, no. I mean, you know, you, you got the I gist think it of says it. it on the bottom of the feet. Oh, Lord. <laughs> no, man. This is this has to go in the trash. I'm sorry. That's a, that's that sleazy Yeezy right there. OK, okay. so. I've paid a lot of money for dumb shit before. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. But the reason I paid for it is because I'm like, oh, that, I could just, I could justify it because I think it looks cool. Right. I admit that I've bought some Kanye stuff because of what Kanye represents and what it is. And it's sure. just like hype beast shit. Right. Uh-huh. Right? This is, 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 a, is just about marketing. That's all this shit is. Yeah. It's because it's, it's pretty much as blatant as possible. Right. Yo, dude, this is the ugliest fucking merch. You're never going to wear this shit, bro. You're never going to wear this shit at all. But if you buy this, uh-huh. people are going to know gonna that know you, you were spent, at Coachella. And, and they're going to know you spent two twenty five on this piece of shit sweater. Yeah. That's, that's bugs that's me, true. bro. That's it's true. bugging me. And it's bugging me every time he does a drop. Uh-huh. It bugs me more and more. And you know why, dude? Why? He's not putting out any fucking music. No. Not putting out anything, dude. Uh, I haven't had. I've, last year we had one good song come out of Kanye, and that's in my opinion. And this is all my opinion, you know. Wait, wait, wait. So, so here, here's my thing: is that like, because he's a, he's like a, a forward thinker. Like he, he likes to kind of think about the whole reality of it all, right? With his whole like MAGA thing, he's trying to get the big picture of it all. So, so do you really think? Do you think what I said is possible that he's just trying to run some social experiment just to see? I mean, because like think about it like this: he knows who's at Coachella, right? Mm-hmm. And he knows who's going to be buying that mm-hmm. kind of gear. There's only one type of person, so he's like, "Yeah, fuck it, let me take their money." Uh, you know, it is, okay, hundred percent. Okay, that's what it is. And most of the things that Kanye has ever done is that. Yeah, you know, like yeah, well, everybody thinks I'm fucking cool. Oh, yeah, they don't think you're that cool. Yeah, watch. I'm going to have them wearing pink shirts, or I'm going to have them wearing double polos, 
pop collars. I'm going to have everybody wearing backpacks, Louis Vuitton backpacks. Yeah. I'm going to have everybody dressing like bums, derelict, Dude, or whatever. You know? There was, well, remember that guy, uh, Lonzo Ball, and his dad, they, they started that baller company or whatever, mm-hmm. the, the BBB? Mm-hmm. And, and they were, what was the shoes? Like $1,000, $500, something I don't ridiculous think it was for that the shoes? bad. It was maybe no, it like was, three, five. No, it was like 500 500 And it was, so anyway, when we, when we saw that online, Shelly and I were talking about it, and we we're like, dude. The only people who are going to be buying those shoes is like dumb kids with rich parents. And they're like, dad, I really need this $500 basketball shoes, you know? Yeah. And sure enough, like she gets a text, like her, her little, uh, her, her cousin wanted those shoes, you know? And we're like, no, don't buy those stupid shoes. It's just a terrible idea. Like make this, these people like learn their lesson, you know, it's just the bust. But yeah, I mean, Hey, look, if people are willing to pay for it, then that, I guess you got your market right there, right? Like you yeah. said, like he's testing the the waters. He's like, let me see if I can get them to wear this hobo trash that says Jesus walks, you know? Yeah, dude. And like I said, I don't want to hate on anybody getting their, their money, but I'm just like, if you're a creative dude, this is not creative. This shit that you're putting out uh-huh. is crap. Yeah. This is the, this is the same thing as the first time ever that somebody brought a blank canvas into an art uh, exposition and said, this is my art. Oh my God. I love it. And there's just the smallest black dot in the middle. Or like the red stripe. Have you seen that one? Mm -mm. There's literally like a big, big white canvas with like a red stripe across it. I'm done with all that shit. like 20,000, 30,000, whatever I'm done with it. Okay. All All that. I'm over all of that shit. So, so like, let me let me post the scenario. So, you run into Kanye, and you guys are in an elevator, and it's just mm-hmm. you guys. And you got like thirty floors, so you could talk to him for a minute. And you're like, "Bro, what's up with the what's up with the Yeezy wear at Coachella? What do you think he would have a good reason, or do you think he'd be like, man, I'm just messing with people?' Just no, there. there's no reason for me to even ask because the reason he's gonna give is a good goddamn lie. Uh-huh. I know it, man uh-huh. to man. Uh-huh. We need to we need to go to Chicago. And uh-huh. we need to go to his old favorite pizza place. We need to have a pizza pie. And we need to walk around the block and smoke a blunt together. And while we're walking, then I'll ask him the fucking question. <laughs> okay. Then I will. he'll check. He'll check under the cup, make sure there's no bugs or anything like that. Maybe he'll check me, make sure, make sure I lift up my shirt. And then he's going to be like, you know what, man? You right, though. You marketing motherfucker. You knew me, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I knew you fucking yay. Pass that shit. So, and that's so, it. That's conversation's going to be over. So why were you guys fighting about that then? Because she was just like, um, Kanye can do no wrong in her, oh, okay. <laughs> in her eyes. All right. All right. And I said, this is what he's doing is because he thought that he had so much power that he was going to get his, his African-American audience to switch over to Trump because he's Kanye West. Right. Uh-huh. But nope, no, you're you're not even that strong to uh-huh. make that shit happen. And uh, now he's like, fuck, I fucked up. So it's the rebranding, the rebranding of Kanye West. That's oh, yeah. why he's, let me go back to church. Let me go back to that Kanye. Because okay. that's what worked for me back in the day or whatever he's doing. You know, I don't know. Like you say, he's a forward thinker. And I'll never shit on anything that's Kanye's ever done in the past because it's it did work out for him somehow. Uh-huh. But these last antics for the last few years, they haven't worked out. Right. And it just seems like he's uh, he's trying to figure out how to stay afloat, which what I think is what he should do is just fucking focus back on music. Right. 
I th- I think uh I mean, I don't know. I think he's like lost his marbles a little bit, but I also think that he's um he's trying to talk about bigger thoughts than uh can be relayed in like sound bites, you know? Mm-hmm. Those are conversations that you have to have with a person over an hour or something where they can't chop up your 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 words and your sentences and kind of misconstrue the way you're throwing things about. So Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he can he can fault anybody for not uh believing in his his method or uh-huh. what he's trying to put off or what he's trying to say or his plans because he's doing a very terrible job at it. Mm-hmm. And the way that he speaks about things is not how a leader would speak about things. Right. And a leader of any of anything would not just run into somewhere and just start spouting shit off at the mouth and then say like I have no filter I don't know it's just what happens. But he's like okay so he's like Forrest Gump then you know like when when Forrest Gump went running what happened he, people found inspiration in him and they started following him right and 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 then eventually Forrest was just like. I think I'll go home now. And that's kind of where Kanye is. He's like, oh, shit, all these people are behind me. Like, maybe I should just go home. (laughs) Maybe I should just not touch Twitter for a little while. (laughs) It's like, Kim, life is like a box of chocolates. $300 box to be exact. Kim, can I have my cell phone? No, Kanye. (laughs) Kim, do you like these t-shirts? <laughs> they look like shit. Can you please make cute clothes for me? Oh man. So, so yeah, he, shout he's out like, to Kanye though. He's he's being he's being forest right now, you know? He's got the he had the the pack following him for a long time, thinking he could do no wrong, but realistically, you know, he he was just a man heading towards a wall. And that wall is being built. I think a lot of people forget that he's just a man. So That's all this dude is. is yeah. He's a man that a lot of the things that he's put his mind to have have come to fruition. And um, he thinks that he can just continue down that path. Right. Yeah. But with bigger, with bigger and more audacious goals in mind comes a way of... You have to have a way of... Uh, a different way of attacking it. And you can't just be on the whole... George Bush doesn't care about black people thing for the rest of your life. Right. Yeah. If you want, if you want to uh, spread your message to more people, you have to figure out a way that you can unite more people instead of, I don't know if segregating would be the right word, but you know, it's the sad part is the easiest way to do that is to die like Nipsey hustle. Right. Yeah. I do. Rest in peace, bro. Around that. So like that's that's kind of like the crazy part. Yeah, man, it's very very sad because yeah, a lot of stuff that that Nipsey was doing back in uh, behind the scenes, nobody even cared about or paid attention to. I mean, I'm not gonna say nobody, but it's not the um, not the majority of the people right now. But until yeah. until you pass, you know, which is a shame. It wasn't on TMZ. Yeah, but um. I mean, I guess what what he wanted to happen is is still going, you know. Yeah, His, the plans that he wanted to put on, or or the uh, the ideas that he had, maybe it sparked somebody in someone else's head. But you know, I yeah, I wish 
I'm sure he wished that they would have been inspired while he was alive. Right, so he could have seen it. But so that's the way it goes, it you know. Yeah. Um, Martin Luther King, like all those people, right? So it's just part of the 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 give and take, I guess. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it takes the the life to yeah. to, to give the meaning to the to the to the to the struggle or whatever it is. Yeah, I don't know. So how was uh how's it been being married for one year then? <laughs> I'm like going down. We'll we'll, uh, we'll transition into something we'll you transition. know a little a little more about. Bosco's not really into Kanye, but he knows that. Dude, I loved okay, I loved his first like two albums, right? I loved Cheap Money, <laughs> right? More commercial stuff, right? But but uh, it's just I don't know. At at some point around, I think um. 2008 i was like uh you know yeah i'm not in the hip-hop community anymore yeah i wasn't as, i wasn't as heavy into it yeah no i feel you yeah close up that subject i hope he uh comes out with better music mm-hmm. pretty soon and some reasonably priced clothing i mean it's not really about the the pricing mm-hmm. to me uh, if if the clothing was nice it was something cool and it was it was something that like I like ex- exclusivity. You know, it would be nice to have if there if it was exclusive like Coachella, where you could only get the merch there. Uh-huh. And it was something fucking cool that was like, damn, that's nice. That's a nice jacket or something, or that's a nice hat, or maybe even a pair of shoes. Oh, these shoes are only going to be available here. Oh, that's pretty dope. You know, mm-hmm. but when it when it looks like that, you literally because I know merch, so he literally spent seven bucks on each t-shirt and sweater or what have you put this whack-ass design on it and then selling that and he's gonna sell it because of who he is and what what, what if you found out like he made it himself like if, he sat there for if like two years i'll buy one it. i'll buy one if i knew that he sat there and he sewed that and he scribbled on it and then there was back there's pictures of him in in the the studio with his like tongue out like coloring in the letter the J, and then he's looking at the marker because it's dying, and then he's getting another one. I will buy it, dude. I will definitely buy it. Uh, but marriage okay. is a beautiful thing, Bosco. Uh-huh. It's uh, it's been a very good year. We were actually just talking about that right now because we went to um, we went to Portland for our one year anniversary. Right, right. Yeah, and we were just watching uh, Portlandia. Uh, keeping Portland weird, huh? Yeah, keeping Portland weird, bro. You watch Portlandia? I've seen a couple of episodes. Oh, really? So, what's, what what was your favorite part of that place? Mm, well, everybody's very, very nice there. Yeah, really nice, dude. Um, there was a uh, a lot of homeless, dude. Really, a lot of homeless. Now, were those uh, homeless people or hipsters? probably both the same thing dude they're probably in in both clubs there's at a, the same there's time there's a fine line of the shaggy dirty beard and the and the wrinkled t-shirt where you go homeless or hipster yeah <laughs> yeah dude it was uh they were in both clubs for sure so i i really liked how nice people were uh-huh. there uh-huh. there was a lot of um unique looking shops and buildings and um people <laughs> And you could just tell that what the things that that people were concerned about in their everyday life uh-huh. was a lot different than the things that we're concerned about in what's, our everyday life. 
what comes out of Portland? Like, is it mostly just like a touristy kind of art scene? Is that why people, mm. why it's popping? Because I know I a lot know. of people want to move there. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I was, we were watching uh, Drug Inc. You ever seen that show? Mm-hmm. We were watching Drug Inc. And there was an episode about Portland. And I guess that their um, their drug laws are really lax over there. So you can just be like doing drugs or something or high. And they'll just be like, hey, get out of here. And here's five bucks. Go somewhere else. I seen it. They they gave like some girls that just came out of the restroom finished smoking. And they're smoking heroin or something like that. I don't know if you smoke heroin, but they were smoking something. Smoking some crack or meth or something like that. You saw on the show? Or on the show. It, oh. On the show. And then when they came out, the, the cop on the uh, on a bicycle was asking him questions. And then he like gave them five bucks, which was pretty <laughs> crazy. He's like, go get yourself a sandwich. Yeah. yeah. But even they were saying in that show that it's really relaxed there. The laws yeah. about drugs and stuff. So I, I kind of figure that it's, it's a lot more freedom uh-huh. over there. Yeah. I mean, if there's homeless every single place you look i didn't even see that many police at all really? you know the, the another place that i would compare it to would be uh new york city but new york city has a lot of homeless but it has a lot of police walking around yeah. everywhere not that the homeless they they scared us at all but uh-huh. it was just uh a lot more than i'm used to Right, right. Um, like, have you ever went on what is it, Alvarado Street in L.A. and seen all like the tent cities? Oh, like, uh, is that Skid Row? No, not Skid Row, but yeah, Skid Row too. Around well, that area. When well, one time when I was going to go to the Dodger game, uh, mm-hmm. uh, GPS or you know Google Maps or whatever told us to get off on Alvarado. Okay. And it was just like a whole underpass on both sides was just like tents and uh, like little shacks and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And then uh, as you just go by, you see alleys full of tents and shacks. And it's just like, man. It's very sad, dude. But you know what's like crazy to me is that there's got to be, um, there's going to be a boiling point. Like, I don't know when it'll be, but there's going to be some point where it's like, no more. You know, but what happens to the homeless when, when, when they say, they snap and they say no more, you know? Like, it's just like, there's the most homeless people I've ever seen. And it's it's just getting busier. Oh, did you see the whole thing about like where so Trump was talking about, you know, how how there's these um, sanctuary cities. You know what a sanctuary city is? No. A sanctuary city is like San Francisco is a sanctuary city. So if someone's an illegal immigrant from any country, Mm -hmm. they can go to this city. It's a sanctuary city and they can't be like picked up and deported by ice oh really yeah so there's a few of them um i know san francisco's one i don't i don't know the other ones Mm -hmm. but then trump maybe portland yeah (laughs) trump was saying well then let's just take all the all the refugees who are coming across the border and we'll just send them to san francisco we'll send them to all the sanctuary cities and then he was just basically saying like we'll 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 like uh overflow them you know we'll just make them like basically collapse on themselves you know and they were like no that's a terrible idea you can't do that and then the the democrats were like how dare he but then it was just like it's pretty illogical right right it's it's that's what i was gonna say like like on one part it's like it's like dude that's diabolical but on the other part it's like well yeah i mean that's kind of what you guys set yourselves up for right yeah we're like come on yeah if you get here you're good so fuck you was just like okay send them on the bus yeah i was listening to um the new uh joe rogan with russell brand 
Uh-huh. You heard that one yet? No. Oh, dude, it's good, bro. It's really, really good. And what he was saying is um, there's a very fine line between a Democrat and a Republican. Uh, and the only the only difference is the situation that you put them in. You, know, you either put one of them in, in a fearful situation and they'll flip parties really quick. Sure. You know? Sure. And I'm sure that that's, that's a perfect example of it. Oh, yeah. Then people in San Francisco were like, no, 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 no. Wait, hold on ones. I know. Wait, wait, I know that we said we would welcome them all, but you want to bring them here? Oh, oh, oh I don't know. Yeah, yeah. no, I, th- I think, um, like you said, like th- th- there's most people are like in the center, right? And they get swung on one or two little things like abortion or, you know, whatever it is, like gay rights or something yeah. like that, right? But everybody else is like right right, right in the middle. And then you got the extremes where it's like, all the rich people should go suck a dick and give us all their money. And then you got the other side where it's like, we should murder the homeless, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck, like, can't we all just meet in the middle? <laughs> Yeah, dude, I don't know, man. I, I never wanted to get into politics, and I never wanted to even know about them and know any of that shit. Just when it comes time to pay taxes, just let me know where to send the check. Dude, you know, like, when I started, like, thinking about how ridiculous politics was, was, was it, like, last year or the year before? I think the year before, where there was actually on the ballot, if you voted, something about, like, the porn stars in the state of California would be required to have the men wear condoms during shooting. Yes. Like filming. Do you I remember saw that? that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, what the f like what do you what do you care? Like why would why would the average person like no 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 average person is gonna be dipping into the porn star stream pool, you know? So it's like who cares? You know, there just, there has irrelevant. to be something that is not touched where government is not in it. Just leave me the fuck alone, man. Yeah. Just let us do whatever the hell we want to do and fix the roads. That's yeah. it. And so that's the rights of the individual versus the rights of the group, right? The individual is like, hey, if I want to fuck without a condom, that's my business. But then the roads are the group. It's like, hey, that's good for the group. Right? I don't know, dude. I don't want to see no condoms in porno, though. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> I know that box didn't get checked. <laughs> that box didn't get Yeah, I don't know if that law passed. But they, they, yeah, it's just like one of those things like, really, we got to vote on this? I'm like, no, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Who cares? You know? Too much, dude. People want to be in everybody's fucking business so much, man. Yeah, in, um, in England, memes are illegal now. Shut the fuck. Yeah. No way. Because they're they can be offensive. So they're really like we take for granted the freedom of speech. Yeah. When they take away memes, like they take away like someone's like joke, you know? Yeah. Because it could hurt someone's feelings. That's the whole meaning of a joke. Right? Somebody's getting their feelings hurt. I'm sure we've hurt a few feelings already tonight. Yeah. Kanye, if you're listening, I'm sorry, man. You know? Hey, sorry, bro. I would still like to hang out with you and talk to you about stuff. If you want to send me a free uh, shitty sweater, I will uh, wear it at least once. <laughs> I'm a fan, bro. I'm a fan, right? Okay. If you're a fan of the Lakers, uh-huh. you can be a fan of the Lakers and you can criticize them. Sure, of course. Right? Yeah. 100%. It's a dude. democracy. That's it. Just, be... because he's, just because he's a, a, a human, I'm not attacking him as a human. Right. Right? right. I'm attacking him 
as what he provides wh- the reason why i know him in the first place right dude you're the one that came out as entertainer i didn't go find you right you found me right so i'm just i'm just irritated at you right now just as most laker fans are probably irritated at the lakers whatever the hell is going on with that yeah. i don't even know sports and i know <laughs> shit's <laughs> fucked up over there dude yeah, man. Well, that's just one of those things. Like, the, they always try to bring in the big stars, like uh, LeBron and all that, and try to try to make the team get great for for one or two seasons. But that, and I, I don't think that ever works. You know, they got to build from the from the ground up, like uh, foundation, State. huh? Yeah, Golden State did that, and that's why I hate them so much. So what if? <laughs> so are are you a Laker fan? No, I mean, look, they're a home team, so I'll be rooting for the Lakers. But like, I'm not. I've never been like diehard. Like, oh my god, Lakers! You know, um, when Kobe and Shaq were were together and they were doing it, yeah, I was a Laker fan. But then when the Clippers were blown up, I was like, yeah, Clippers, go get it. Like some people were like, nah, nah, Clippers aren't my team. I can't do that. Yeah, it's just like, come on, come on. It's 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 your LA team. They're right there at Staples Center too. Just root for the motherfuckers. So it's you're okay. more of a fan of of the the city of the local, yeah, yeah. You know that makes if, sense. Yeah, if the if the Malibu Sharks were gonna go do big things, I'd be oh, like, yay, Sharks! The Sharks, <laughs> dude, they're coming out 2020. Get ready, Malibu Sharks are gonna do it against the Titans, the Westlake Titans. The Westlake Titans. <laughs> I, I don't know. They probably are the Titans. Who knows what they are. But yeah, I don't care. I'm always like down for the home team. Now, do you think uh, LeBron just finessed like the Lakers and sold them a dream? But once he got the contract in there, he's like, yeah. No, because he wants he wants rings. He wants he wants the uh, prestige that uh, Kobe's gonna have there, right? Because Kobe retired from there, and Kobe will always be like this legend, just like Magic before him, and all that kind of stuff, you know. So LeBron wants that too. LeBron sees like the Laker house. Mm-hmm. as like the house of dreams you know yeah it's like how how people can look at dodger stadium or like the yankees as this this as this house of dreams even if they're doing terrible it's just like it's the dodgers you know jackie robinson yeah. you know all that kind of stuff right but they look at the yankees the same way and they look at the at the lakers like that like the lakers have been doing it since the beginning you know yeah when i when i hear that the lakers are doing shitty that doesn't make me think that the Lakers are a, a shitty franchise. Right. It, like, you think about the Wizards, and you're like, oh, yeah, what the fuck is that? Yeah. I don't even know where that's at. Right. You know, Kansas City or some shit like that. I don't even know where the Wizards are from. But yeah, you're right. It's just they're they're not doing good yeah. right now. They're kanye it up. But so, hopefully. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's just, it comes down to money, right? And, and like, so also like health. So if they know they're not going to do it this season, like LeBron, he's getting older, so he's like, oh, "Fuck it, like, you know, I'm going to save my energy. I'm going to save my knees for next year." Yeah, yeah, because th- those guys, you know, uh, unlock unlike a rapper, or singer, or something, it- it's on their bodies, and their bodies can only take so much. Yeah. Do you think that it's it's um it's kind of unfair when when people label certain certain players? the greatest of all time but it's kind of that they're just getting grandfathered into it i mean i don't know much about sports Uh uh but is michael jordan the best basketball player that ever lived like is he the number one 
Uh, see, I don't know that much about like the history of sports and everything, but I do think that like there's different time periods, right? Like right now we're in the time period of um, Steph Curry and and him dropping the, the, the threes like he does and doing all that kind of stuff. I don't think that if, if you took like Golden State versus the Bulls back then and you put them in a best of seven, I don't know because they've got two different kind of playing systems and, and who knows, you know, because what happens is is as the league progresses and there's people who are different kinds of threats, like the way it comes together changes, right? The big men for a while were like the center of the universe in the NBA, right? Yeah. Now it's the outside shooters, you know, making it rain. So so who knows? You know, you might get the big men back in when you get some crazy guy who's just like just smashing on the on the on the boards. Breaking and stuff. the glass. And yeah. Shit. Yeah, you get some, you know, nine foot like gorilla and they're just, then they're going to be like, oh shit, you know, we got to just change this up because those, those threes that we're trying to drop in there are just getting squatted out, you know? Yeah. We got to get more Yao Mings in that bitch. Right. Yao. Yeah. I mean like someone like that, he could just stand underneath the board, the the basket and be like, (laughs) waving away. So I don't know. I th- I think it's it's always hard to tell. Like um, there was that that Rocky movie. Did you ever see it where they did a computer simulation of Rocky versus like some new kid, and they were like, you know, if based on Rocky back then and this guy today, it looks like Rocky would be the winner. They did like one of those fight night kind of things. Got you. Did you ever see no, that? One? No, 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 no. So Rocky ended up winning, and this this young buck was all mad, and he want he was like, I challenge Rocky to a duel. And then it, Rocky was like, hey, well, you know, I'm, just, uh, I'm retired. It's you know, actual simulation. It's not yeah. real life. I, I was looking for Adrian. And I was like, Adrian! Adrian! <laughs> so anyway, but Rocky won, you know? Yeah. Look at one. Like 80 years old. He won. No, i never seen that. But that's the same thing. Like, you know, if you could have, like, Muhammad Ali now... And and he learns a, a, some jujitsu. Could he be in the ring on the octagon, dominating? Yeah, in get his, his ass whipped, bro. No he, disrespect no? to Muhammad Ali. I but. mean, he was he was he was stinging like a bee, floating like a butterfly, all that kind of stuff. You know, you throw in some Muay Thai clinching. I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe if you put young Mike Tyson in there, oh, Mike would have eaten everybody alive. But <laughs> Mike Tyson in there, he was ready to go, bro. <laughs> he was ready to go. But it, it goes back to the thing, like, yeah, maybe. Would Babe Ruth be the greatest that he is now? No, he was terrible back. You know, if he if he was up to today's oh, yeah. uh, rules and regulations and bat size and ball ball weight, <laughs> no, the answer is absolutely not. Because he was drunk a lot of times on field, and he was overweight. And he would, you know, he could crack the ball. That was his specialty, right? But you know, when you got a ninety six mile per hour uh, change up, it's it's over yeah you know baby ain't pointing at the stands no more yeah i see a lot of uh like stat comparison and i see i see lebron who smashes on a lot of uh, a lot of stats yeah and uh i still hear people that they still deny his quote-unquote greatness and all this is just just me talking out of my ass i don't know shit about sports but i'm just saying it's not even in basketball in anything i think that uh the 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 greats are always over glorified and the the new up and comers who can be the future's greats uh-huh. they're not looked at as as great because they're not on the the uh 
the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, but great is always in the history books. That's why um, George Bush Jr. Right? He mm-hmm. said that. He said he said uh, when people were like asking about his legacy and whatever, he said, "We'll see what the history books have to say." What because- do you think the history books are gonna say about G Dub? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of response was that, Bosco? <laughs> that was an involuntary response. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's that's it's true because like as as like you know, for uh for for George Bush as as Katrina like gets foggier and foggier in our minds, and then you have like the the sour taste of Donald Trump or mm-hmm. for other people, Barack Obama, you know, whoever they think the nightmare was like, they're like, Oh, George Bush was just so bad. He was out there with his cowboy hat and he was getting shit done. And we didn't have to worry about all this stuff. So I don't know. I don't know, but that's what it is. It's like now they look at history books and they're like, you know, Michael Jordan, he was out there in one of those uh, fi- uh, finals and he had 104 temperature and he was just dropping bombs on them. Right. You look at like Kobe. What did he do? Like eighty six points in a game, like mm-hmm. something insane like that, right? Oh fuck! As as things get older and you forget, like maybe this guy was a a, a douchebag, or you know maybe that one time where they raped a chick in Colorado. I don't know. I don't know. You forget about all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and you just yeah, remember yeah. The Stats. You know. I'm I'm pretty sure that for that game that you're talking about, the flu game. I'm uh-huh. pretty sure it wasn't even the flu. I I think that it was that it came out that he was hungover. Oh really? Yeah. No, see, see, that's the thing. Like when you look, watch the ESPN highlights, they're like, and he had a hundred and four temperature, and he was still, you know, out there. And now you find out he is hungover. From yeah, and uh, I've heard from uh, a lot of a lot of um, people that he's pretty much a piece of shit, dude. Yeah, MJ's a piece of shit, and it's uh, not the nicest of guys. Well, you don't have to be nice to play big, good ball, I guess. Yeah, I think a lot of people people get that that stuff mixed up. Is that like since you're um, one of the best basketball players alive, that you're like one of the best people alive? Yeah. Well, it's it's. I think that like an aggression or maybe just like a a dickishness, as, as we should say, mm-hmm. is is kind of necessary for a high level of success, like. You know, I I hear Jay Leno's a nice guy, but then one time they I, I heard that uh, it was between like him and Conan O'Brien for like the Tonight Show, mm-hmm. and 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 Jay literally like hid in a closet so he could listen, so he would have like the upper hand on Conan when they went in for really when, when they went in for talks. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, but I mean, you know, like you at the end of the day, I guess you do what you got to do, right? And go slashing tires, like hey, hey. I don't know, man. I guess that's. How do you feel about that? Because do you do you ever want to win so much that that your um like your honor gets put to the side no. just just to to achieve whatever you want to achieve? No, I think I've I've probably like um with that kind of stuff I, I for a long time I I just let things go by and let slide too too much even you know really yeah because I didn't realize that people were playing the game dirty 
for for a long time yeah. you know in life i thought like okay well if you do good things like karma kind of takes you on your path and you you just arrive at your destination at will you know uh, and then you, you you realize that there are people i mean especially in like sales and stuff you realize yeah. that some of the people that you work with and you think might be your buddy or something might fuck you and, you know be like hey so i don't know yeah it took me a long time to be to be a little more aggressive and a little more like eh, fuck you too but uh yeah I, I i think i'm always try i always try to be fair i always try to be um generous i always try to like step aside when i can but maybe that's even to my detriment you know some people could do more yeah no i feel you do i i have even with uh with me and like downstar and stuff i've always wanted to grow the brand organically mm-hmm. and if i wanted to to grow it at a, a more rapid speed or if i had like um if i if i were to do things that i really didn't feel comfortable about like it, it would go against my code but i can reach a goal earlier i i just don't feel like i deserved it right i don't feel like i earned it right myself yeah and but- even if nobody else knows even if i played within the line well it's it's legal what i did was legal you right. know that still doesn't that doesn't help me sleep at night because i have to answer to myself right at the end of the day no that's true it's like what i was thinking of immediately when i started talking about that was like when i first started like sales for just commission um me and my coworker, you know we were like we were friends we'd go to lunch sometimes whatever no you know we we're just like okay um we worked on weekends together because we would alternate weekends so one time i had these these customers and it was like a big order for like six grand or something like that mm-hmm and um, as they're walking in, they're like, hi, Ross. I'm like, hey, how are you? So they walk up to the counter because I was with someone else, right? And I see him helping them. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, he's going to take care of them for me. That's nice. So when I finish up with the customers I'm with, I go and I look at the paperwork and it just had his name on it. He didn't even put mine on for like a split, like a chop, nothing, mm-hmm. you know? And I was just like, I was confused. I was, And I, I went to the to the manager there and I was like, why wouldn't he put me on? Like, I, just, I didn't get that mm-hmm. he, you know, at that time it was just like greed or whatever you want yeah. to call You know what I mean? And so then I asked him and he was like, well, they didn't ask for you. I'm like, they literally said hi to me as they were walking through the door. They had our sample in their hands because I let them have it. I'm like, and he's like, well, I didn't ask for you. I was like, oh, okay, we're going to do this. Okay. Yeah. You know, and that was when it was like, oh, wow. Okay. So people that I thought were my friends might dick me too okay yeah. all right it's crazy feeling man yeah and uh I've, I've gone through that so many times in this business too yeah and just seen that people that like i helped out in certain times they'll turn their back on me in an instant oh sure if it would benefit them or if it would make them look good or even if it would just like provide a laugh or some entertainment Right. for them you know because oh, sure. we've been through so many situations where people were dragging our names through the mud and seeing people repost it or or talk about it or laugh and i'm like damn bro when you came to town like you were hitting me up to go eat lunch and we went to eat lunch and shit and then now all right cool this that's cool man right but next time i see you you're not getting a hug or anything like that the only thing you're gonna get is a, a, a firm handshake Right. Just like I'll give any other customer. Right. Yeah. It, 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 you know, where in the business that I'm in, like I get to see, I have a lot of reps 
that we're friendly with, you know, and the thing about the reps is they're going to go down the street and they're going to be friendly with the next store. And then if down that a little further down the street and be friendly with the guys down at that store. So it's, it's all, it's also a weird, like fine line of, okay, like how much information do I trust you with? Because I don't know if you're going to take it. I'm not saying you would take it, but maybe you take the information down there and, you know, be like, oh, well, they threw away this person's display because they're doing this, or they said they're really busy. How are you guys doing? You know, all those kind of things that you you have to be wary of. And so, yeah, it's it's just like all competition that's friendly is like good and welcome and and, and great and whatever. But um, yeah, when people start dragging you through the mud and stuff, that's that's when it gets crazy. Like, you know, um, going back to what what I do, there there was this last year there was this thing about lumber liquidators did mm-hmm. you hear hear about that no it was like on 60 minutes where lumber liquidators was bringing in like this stuff that was like toxic flooring that was toxic okay and they were also like illegally harvesting in uh in russia like forests you know so oh, wow yeah so 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 all that people hear though is when they see, they hear about the 60 minutes thing was like there's toxic floors in the United States and, and you know, the, these, these companies are doing shady stuff. And it was like, those are the only people that I would, I, w- I was just thrown under the bus. I'd be like, no, I was like, that's just lumber liquidators. They just did that. That's just lumber liquidators. Cause you know, it's like they, they did the, they did a bad thing, you know? But if someone says something about the, the guy down the street, I'm not I'm like, I don't know. I don't go there. I don't know those people. Like, yeah. If you want to go down the street, go down the street. I don't know them. <laughs> yeah yeah i had this one guy he's like he's like what do you think about their store i'm like dude i'm busy i got a family i'm not gonna go look at their store i'm like go look at their store i don't know, Let me know. <laughs> yeah. imagine you just go in places with like your sunglasses on like this and mention mighty fine wood here yeah. can, I, can, I, can you install this same day like it says on your website <laughs> Like, fuck, I'm I don't care. Asking. Yeah, no, and that's kind of the the um the mindset that I've gotten into lately is just like, you know what, I don't care, bro. Like so somebody will mention uh, a company that sells products similar to ours. I'm like, yeah, man, that's if you want theirs, hit them up, bro. Go buy if it. If you want ours, this is what we have right here. Well, what's the difference? Well, that's theirs, and then this is ours. So I mean that's that's the difference. If you want ours, just let me know, you know, because at the end of the day, I know these dudes, no matter how they do business uh-huh. and no matter how much I don't agree with the way that they do business, they're not asking me for their approval. They right. don't they don't need my approval. And their their grandma and their mom and their their dad and their kids and their wife mm-hmm. are happy for them. Right. They're like. They look at them how my family looks at me. Their family doesn't know that, that what they do for business. You know what I mean? No, they just, could also be a bunch of dicks. Well, all of them. You know, if that's the if that's the way that you run business, that's yeah. kind of a representation of the way that you've been brought up. That's a, a representation of your morals, and maybe the people that you're around they have the same morals. Well, yeah. so, whatever. It doesn't. I'm not the moral police. Do whatever you're gonna do. It doesn't matter, dude. Because mm-hmm. I could, I could expose you to the world, and still half the people are gonna go for you, and half the people are gonna go for me. It's, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, and sometimes the customers are just trying to play the middleman. You know, they're trying yeah. to, to to see who they can they can get on a lower price. I've had people come in and they're like, "Oh, well, this guy down the street's got it for this price," and I'm like, "Well, why didn't you get it then?" 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why did you get it? And they're like, oh, well, we'll just see if you can do a better price. I'm like, well, if I can get, do a pri- better price, are you going to get it from me or are you just going to go back to them? <laughs> I'm like, what's, what's up? Like, I literally had this guy like sending me screenshots <laughs> of his text messages with the other guy and he was doing vice versa. You know what I mean? Like, look, he says he can give it to me for this price. What can you do? And the rep was like, bro, he was sending me the same like screenshots that you were sending me. Like you, you got like like the the customer was just like pew, 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 just shooting from both sides just to see who he could get the better price from. You, you know? should have been texting the rep and be like, yo, do let's tell him this much. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's it, it's like like what you do, you know. What I mean, sometimes it's just like, all right, I give up. I don't know. You can buy it from me. You buy it from them. I really don't care. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad, man. The only but thing whatever. you do is give good service, right? That's it. I think that that's where the the actual value does lie, and it's not. Well, I mean, it is with the product, but what else are you gonna have behind the product? Like we offer, I like to think is is one of the best customer service in the game. You know, we even have texting where you can text us, and which is good because someone will say like, "Yo, do you have a kit for this car?" Send them over the link. Okay, cool. Thank you. And the order goes through, which is what the service is for. Right. But then sometimes I'm going to get texts like three or four on Easter. And I'm of course, I'm not going to answer them. I'm like, bro, is Easter for you? Yeah, it's Easter for me. So I'll answer them when it's time. And then you go through 100 texts and just like, damn, bro. Dude, ease up, man. Stop. You're asking me for discounts. You're asking me for everything. You're asking me to send you a different angle pictures of everything. Like, come on, this isn't what this service is for. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just, it's, it should be like a give and the take kind of thing. No, and there's some people who are just going to try to take more, you know, and those are going to be the people that you like, you don't give the discounts to because they're just trying to take and take and take. They take their time. Yeah, dude. I heard, I heard a good uh, saying the other day uh-huh. that said, uh, if you're a giver, you need to know when to stop giving because a taker will never stop taking. Oh yeah, I've um, I've had people that that they'll be like, "Oh, are you about to close?" And then you're like, "Yeah, you can come in," and then they don't buy. You know what I mean? They they're just like waste your time. And it's like, yeah, I gotta go. We closed like forty minutes ago. Can you get out the door? Oh well, just a few more things. You know. So I don't know. I don't know, man. Whatever, man. Yeah. So you guys had fun on Easter? What'd you do? Mm, nothing. <laughs> we chilled. That's good. So That's on good uh, Easter. On Saturday, it was uh Benny's birthday and mm. we had the he had uh Freddie Mercury birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so we had the whole family at my parents' house. Um me and Ross were the only ones that dressed up. Dude, that sucked. It said it, said it on the, the invitation. Everybody dress up, and uh, only me and Ross dressed up as Freddie Mercury. And uh, that was good. But since I, I think since we saw everybody that day, yeah, it's like, yo, Easter, let's just chill out a little bit, you know? Yeah. So we, uh, plus I was still feeling a little sick kind of after, not, I, that was like the only day that I started recovering, but I still didn't feel a hundred percent. Like, uh-huh. I think today is the day that I feel like really good still, but, um, yeah, we just kicked it, man. We just took care of, uh, laundry and stuff. Ash was washing. I went to the shop for a couple hours and I took care of things right there. But, uh, what'd you guys do? 
Oh, well, we stayed home too, which was nice because same thing. Like one of the things I hate about holidays and it's 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 nice, but it's just like the runaround, you know. It's like, oh, we gotta go somewhere and be there at eleven. Okay, everybody get dressed. Everybody, go. all right, we're there. Ah, we gotta get there. Okay, do you guys need help? Oh, we're gonna help. And then at the end of the day, like you're you're like exhausted and you didn't get to enjoy like uh, like the day is supposed to be about enjoying like the family for whatever you know whatever the 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 holiday is whether it's like christmas or easter or halloween like so many times they feel like just a hassle so it was so nice just to be like all right well we're up like we, we were dressed by say like two o'clock everybody was dressing up and then we did uh we, we hit some easter eggs for the girls to find and and it was good too because you know like since there's only two of them you can really regulate like how many eggs everybody's getting so everybody's even right? yeah and so you like you know because when you got like 15 kids you know the the, the older ones are going to be sprinting and grabbing all the eggs and it's like it's like okay well i gotta help you <laughs> yeah Start grabbing stuff too you know it gets a little uh a little chaotic out there but it was nice and calm and chill and then uh we got el pollo loco oh really yeah. sweet yeah dude i i was like oh let's just do it easy you know just this have everything out of the box Pollo's yeah. good bro yeah i only started having it recently uh, because of ash but we never really we used to eat pollo we used to eat um kfc yeah that was our thing. I don't know why, because KFC is kind of pussy to me now, dude. Well, well, you guys had a KFC right there on the corner, you know, mm-hmm. and and Pollo Loco was a lot further away, right? Yeah. Back in the day, so that's why. Yeah, but um, matter of convenience. It's like when you when you get the the breast from a KFC and you open it up and it's just oh. like juicy and shit. Ugh, the, the, the oil and grease. Nah, I'm not really good on that, dude. I'm I'm off of that. I would rather have Popeyes, to be honest. You yeah. fuck with Popeyes? I like Popeyes. They got that little kick. Popeyes, like baby. We got the fun box on your phone out of nine. Come on, 17 pieces of chicken, two biscuits, three drinks. Damn, bro, for real, dude. We would go there and I'd say, okay, cool. Can I get two of those five boxes? And then uh, like, okay, cool, twenty seven. I'm like, what the? What do you mean, twenty seven dollars? Well, you said you wanted the red beans, right, baby? <laughs> you said they came with it. <laughs> that would happen when I would go to the subway. Uh, there's a subway right here, uh-huh. and it would say like, uh, any six inch is uh, whatever, five dollars, five dollars or something like that. So I'll go. I say, okay, any six inch, yeah, any six. Okay, let me get that one. They build in shit. And it's like eight ninety one. I'm like, dude, I thought you said it was six bucks. That oh, not this one. What? That's why I fucking asked you. <laughs> and they make that face like, yeah, I know you asked me, but I didn't tell. <laughs> That's the trick. That's the trick to dude, get you in here. I get so annoyed because there's a Taco Bell right across the street from my work, and I go in there and they have like a three hard shell taco meal with a soda, and it's like seven fifty. And I'm like, dude, like you go to Del Taco and these things are 33 cents for, for three, you know? It's like, why are you guys charging eight bucks for your three crappy tacos, you know? Oh, man. But people love Taco Bell. Like, I just think it's like overpriced, you know? Yeah. For for eight bucks, you go to like 
Pollo Norteño or Taco de Mexico. You can get some fucking oh, that nice dude. food for eight bucks. Get you a know? fat ass burrito for eight bucks at TDM, bro. Yeah, you go to you go to Taco Bell. You get these three little tacos. You're still hungry afterwards. I haven't eaten Taco Bell in years, bro. To Damn. be honest, I only had Taco Bell. Say within the last five years, I've only had Taco Bell once. Uh huh. And that was because I was blown out of my mind and Ash hustled me into it. Oh, yeah. Me, Ashley, and Rudy went to Taco Bell and got some food. And it wasn't bad, man. No. But uh, I just dropped a lot of fast food. There's a lot of fast food places that I'll never eat at again. Um, and never eat at meaning like I'm trying my hardest. I'll probably just not even eat yeah. if that's the only choice. Really? But if I'm dying or something, of course, I'm going to eat me some nuggets from McDonald's. Yeah, and uh, for the longest time, the only thing I liked from McDonald's was the uh, two cheeseburger meal because mm-hmm. I, I I didn't really like their uh, uh, what is it the quarter pounder I thought it was like too kind of salty and bland and anyway so now yeah I won't eat it anymore. Yeah, McDonald's like, has really good coffee though. They do. Yeah, yeah. their yeah. coffee. But even coffee, I stopped having um like like sugary kind of coffees. Oh, like caramel macchiatos yeah, and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I stopped all that stuff. So the only thing that I have that's that's uh, coffee now is just straight black coffee. Yeah, Starbucks has a good iced coffee, and then I'll just like do half the the sweetener. Mm-hmm. Like I'll get the big venti. I'll yeah, put, and they normally puts like six pumps of sweetener in there, so I'll do three. Half it up. Yeah, half it up. Yeah. 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 Like I don't know. Those things are just like desserts, the caramel macchiatos. Anybody who wants to 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 get down on one of those is it's all good. But man, that's just like ice cream in you know, in coffee form. People feel like it's like oh, it's coffee. It's okay. Yeah, I, I can I can have this as a snack. Yeah, there's a little coffee in there. <laughs> <laughs> there's yeah, a little yeah. coffee, but um, yeah, like I said, I've just started to feel better. You know what I think that that it was that was um making me sick what it was is i was having like like kind of like a migraine headache uh-huh, you uh-huh. know and i just felt really um really tired and and really low on energy yeah and what i think it was is is my neck uh-huh. is because it's still it still feels a little sore is, is my neck um and i was looking on webmd which i shouldn't have but good thing it didn't tell me that i had a tumor or anything I was like gonna that say, now you got cancer <laughs> yeah no but it was just um it said that if you have pain in in your neck and it and you kind of got headaches and it feels like your eyes and stuff that it's kind of all related and i think that one night um the night before we went to korean barbecue um that night i think i slept very terribly and then i think that the heater was on and i had i was sleeping under the covers and i just like overheated something i don't know i fucked my body up really yeah very weirdly and i never get sick dude and that's kind of why it scared me a little bit it's just when i do get sick it's like a regular sick like a cold or something even a fever okay cool i know what this is i'll take nyquil and just bitch out for a few few days yeah but this one was bugging me, dude, because I was just getting a headache. And that's where all my powers was in my brain, dude. When the headache was kicking in, I I couldn't even do our man's date, bro. We were supposed to go watch Pet Cemetery on, on Thursday, right? Yep. Yeah, it was Thursday. Mm-hmm. So we ended up going to Korean barbecue. And uh, as we were eating, 
<sighs> I just had a pussy out, bro. <laughs> we were almost there, man. But I know if I would have, I would have went through that. We wouldn't have got out of there till probably like ten thirty. I thought you were just nervous about uh, going on the radio. <laughs> um, that could have been all of it, dude. But yeah, we didn't even talk about that, man. So um, yeah, on Friday morning, I was on the radio, uh, mm-hmm. Rico and Mambo Morning Show here in uh, in the eight hundred five, the radio station ninety five nine Q ninety five nine. They had me on the morning show as a guest. <clears throat> Excuse me, and I Killed was. I was nervous on that, but uh, thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you, dude. I appreciate it. Uh, I wish I could hear it back. I Nobody have a, recorded it? I have a buddy that sent me the files. I uh-huh. just got to open them up and listen to them and see how they sound, if if it's like uh, if it's worth putting out there or anything like that. I think you put it on YouTube or whatever. It was it was inspirational. You were good, man. Thank I'm proud you, of man. you. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it, dude. Uh, it was really cool how it even worked out because... Um, I um I think Mambo's been following me on my Instagram for a little while, mm-hmm. and uh, we've just been communicating back and forth, you know, commenting and things like that. And then he messaged me one day, and he said, "Hey, we got to get you on the show one of these days." And shit, even with any opportunity, no matter if I'm uh, intimidated or not, you know, I'll take the opportunity and then figure that shit out later. Yeah, you got so, it. I was like, dude, you let me know, I'll be there. Mm-hmm. And that was maybe like. I don't know. Did I ever even tell you about that? What? They that they invited me to be on it? No, probably well, not. Because it wasn't it wasn't that big of a thing where I didn't want to even put it out there until it, it was, ended up happening. It yeah, yeah. A lot of times that kind of stuff, like you got to be careful because then it never happens. And they're like, so whatever happened in that? Oh, you fucking liar! <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I know how that stuff works too. It's just like the podcast. Yo, you ever want to be on the podcast? Oh, yeah. And then when when the schedules worked out, so he um, Mambo hit me up earlier in the week, and uh, he said if I can make it there on Friday, and I said yeah, definitely, man. And I don't know, all week, dude, I was just nervous, and I don't know, man, maybe like subconsciously, like being nervous uh-huh. did something to me. I don't know, man, but I wasn't that nervous. I wasn't that nervous to cause myself any bodily harm, <laughs> but my shit just ended up breaking down, dude. Yeah. So that night before, I know if we would have stayed and we would have went to that, went to the movie, and I I wouldn't have got good enough sleep, and I don't, I, it wouldn't have been the smartest decision. So right when I got home, it was probably maybe nine thirty or something like that. I just passed out, dude. I went to sleep. I woke up about seven, took a shower real quick, headed to the shop because I wanted to get um wanted to get the guys some t-shirts, hats, and things like that. And when I went to the uh to the radio station, he said to be there at eight twenty. It was like eight ten. I'm just chilling out there, and then finally they opened the door and they called me in, and called me into the room, and uh, just get to meet the guys. And dude, they were so cool, man. Yeah. Very, very cool dudes. It made nice. me feel very comfortable. So it kind of took the edge off a little bit. And um, they just said, I, I was watching I was watching how they ran the radio station, which was a trip, bro. Yeah, wow. They have the screen and they're just clicking things. And then, okay, all right, all right, we're going to go on after this. Okay, ready? Click this, okay. And then <laughs> they have a soundboard, bro. And even before I went on, they're talking on the mics and they're, 
as as Mambo's talking, he's just pressing different buttons. And so like he, the cowbell, the ding, yeah, ding, 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 they ding, have ding. actual it was actual cowbell, and then they're pressing like you know it'll be one instrumental, and they'll switch over to another instrumental, and it just keeps switching and switching and pressing like laugh tracks or things like that, you know. But even before I went on air with them, like as uh, a song was playing or as they were on commercial, it wasn't it wasn't what I would think it would be. What I would think it would be is like doors closed, lights on. Do not talk at all. It was yeah. very, very laxed, bro. Just chill. Which was super cool. So they're playing something and they have the headphones off and say, oh, okay, so well, where'd you go? Oh, we're just bullshitting things yeah. like that. Yeah. So then once we jumped on, I felt a lot less nervous than I thought I was going to feel. Good. And this podcasting has helped out a yeah. lot, man. It's good for, Definitely. you know what it is good for? It's good for just being able to like, uh, throw out random conversation you know yeah because sometimes you like you'll sit there and you, you don't you have a person where you just don't naturally click on something you know and you could just like use the random conversation skills that you you build here and hell like, yeah dude oh yeah have you thought about someone's own dude i i have people on the podcast and i know that they're not really talkative people but i know that we'll have a good conversation together and uh -huh. they're like oh well, what are we going to talk about or what do i i'm like dude don't worry about nothing just sit down in the chair that's all you got to do dog yeah. and i got it from here cuz this is my job my job is to pull that conversation out of you and that's why i think podcasts work so well like when i do them with you per se because it's just you know how podcasts are supposed to run we already click together and we already know what kind of things that would be funny to talk about or whatever. So, and which was a really good thing to do it with them because uh -huh. they're fucking professionals. They're on oh, the yeah. radio all day. Yeah. So it was as soon as I was coming to a close of what I was saying, uh -huh. they are already going to ask me something else. And as they're asking me, I already know how I'm going to respond to that. And all I'm thinking is the way that I'm going to form this sentence together. And it just flowed super good, dude. And trying to throw in some jokes here and there and try not to cuss. Oh, that's going to be the hard part. Do they have like the little, like the five second bloop bloop? No, nah, and I was telling Ash that too. I was like, damn, I just hope I don't cuss. She's like, man, you know how to talk to people without cussing. I'm like, you know, you're right. Because when I talk to customers, I don't cuss. Unless... I know them or unless I get that kind of vibe. But if I'm at a booth, I'm not just cussing at a customer. Right, right. And um I really wanna uh I really wanna hone in on my skills of conversating. So that podcasting has definitely helped out. And I think that podcasting was one of the reasons why he even wanted to have me on in the first place. Yeah, because he he's listened? seen that um well, I don't know if he's listened to the podcast, but he's seen that I was doing more than just downstar than right. just selling car parts yeah so how do you feel about all that the, yeah. how it went yeah. the show yeah. i feel like it went really well good. man we we built a good relationship talking to the guys and um hopefully we could work with them in the future on something uh i mean looking at it from the outside looking in it, it seems like a huge organization but at the end of the day it's what it is is they're a branch of of a, a larger company, sure, and they have to figure out how to keep their branch 
live and exciting and coming up with new ideas right. and things uh, like that. That's, and that's they, a good time right there because that's eight that that eight o'clock hour. You know, the people are going to work, so I'm sure that's like a money hour for for radio stations. You know, yeah. So they they trust those guys. Maybe you should try to get get them in here. Well, uh, Mamo said he's down. He's yeah. down to be on the pod, man. Do it, do it quick before he um you know not lose it loses interest or whatever. But sometimes it's like. Meh. Like, yeah i know strike while the iron's hot no definitely dude hopefully i'll try to get him in in here uh within the next like couple weeks that would be pretty cool yeah i just feel like i've been really slacking on the podcast man and oh, yeah. um it's been bothering me because this is something that that is like a real passion to me it's not it's not like a money grab you right. know the pot i can it's see a long it. game yeah this is definitely the long game and mm-hmm. just like downstar was the long game and some people tell me like oh dude downstar blew up and i'm like blew up bro this is year fucking 10 dog yeah. this did not blow up yeah this is the grind but so that's that's the way it goes. Always yeah. when that one day when you're everywhere, then people go, "Oh, I blew up," and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. sure." You see it as we'll blow take up. It. That's, that's fine. I'll take whatever you could give me, bro. As long as you know the name, that's all that matters. But yeah, yeah that's uh, that's the same thing about the podcast. And um, I know I know what the uh, what it takes to build a podcast, and I know uh-huh. what it takes to build a brand, and I know what it takes to just keep something. Uh, keep something going and a lot of those things that i haven't been putting that attention into the podcast why um hmm i don't know man i think the timing that we do it is really hard Uh because a lot of people can't come chill late at night yeah uh i think i would really need to to mix in podcasting within my uh my regular work day yeah that yeah, would make that. a lot of sense which isn't hard too because i i have alex he, he's working at the shop and he can take care of some stuff and since i'm going in earlier now mm-hmm. i'm getting way more stuff done and uh tomorrow is actually the first podcast that i'm doing in the daytime well not the first ever but i'm moving towards that kind of way that's good if you should maybe do um if you can at least have a second setup at the at the at the at the I've store. I've been thinking you know? about that too. Because that way you have. Because I'm sure it's hard to pack up all this stuff and travel and set up the you know the road show as it were. Yeah. So if you had two, it'd be like, oh, this is you know this is the the shops uh, pod right here. You know, that's a good idea. Yeah. Hey man, yeah, that's a good idea because I have three mics right now. If I got one more setup, I could have. Two here, two, two there. there. And yeah. then if one day we're going to have three guests, I'll just take one set up over there or vice versa or whatever. you know. But that's one thing that I know that I've got to be disciplined on for the podcast. Uh, there's really no excuse besides me not, not watering the plant. Yeah. That's all it is. Me not putting in as much attention to this as I've been putting in other places. Right. And you only have so much time throughout the day. My time with my family is already delegated from say six o'clock till the family's asleep that's family time right now ash is asleep christian's asleep okay now we have time to do potting but as for that to be the business model is potting has to happen after 10 30 at night Mm -hmm. it's not gonna work like it worked before especially if i'm waking up early 
Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah. So um, I have to get... I have to start making schedules for it. I want to be scheduled out at least a week ahead. I want to get podcasts dropping at a certain time on a certain day. And I know all of this stuff is what needs to happen for the podcast to grow to the next level. Right. And we were even talking, uh, I was talking with Mambo about it. And he's like, well, what's your idea with the podcast? Uh-huh. Or what's your idea with Downstar as a business? And I'm like, you know, I don't know, man. I, I would like to like be part of the music industry somehow. And he's like, well, well, maybe you could start a label or something like that. I'm like, well, I kind of don't want it to be part of the music industry, like a business part of it. I just want to be in the industry like I am in the car industry. Right. You know, when I go to a car show, you know, you see friends, you go to go to a booth. Oh, what's up? I would like to do that at, at music. Right. So if you go to a, a music festival, say you go to like a Rolling Loud festival or something like that, you know, go backstage and see people. Oh, what's up, man? How you doing? Oh, how's your show been? Or bullshit like that, you know? Right. And I don't want I don't want anything from any of those people besides energy. Because no matter what, what, um, no matter what, uh, like career you're in, it's still the same thing. It's right. still a fucking grind. No matter if you're into car stuff or if you're in music stuff or whatever, it's still a grind. And you're trying to figure out what am I going to do this year that I didn't do last year? How can I keep growing this thing? Right. And that's how w- when you mix all of these different eclectic ideas from from different, um different genres or whatever you mix it all up Mm -hmm. and it can create some pretty crazy stuff in in the car community yeah well i think like from from my perspective at least what you need to do is just is uh you know just get some different people in here so you get some different uh conversations going you know get some different things and also like if you want to be in the music industry maybe send some people like like hats or something you know be like hey man like here's the hat this is my company like maybe you know put it on instagram tag me in it like you know yeah show me some love yeah there's um it would be nice to get some say not not no disrespect but like a lower level rappers on their come up or something have them come in and and chop it up and ask like you know to just to to get a feel of where where they come from what does their music mean to them and whether it is just about yo i'm just trying to make money or if if there's actual like uh if there's a gem in there that that nobody's really realized yet to look you 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 get Mambo in here, and then like from there you just like start put e- emailing like local like rappers, musicians, whatever. Like hey, you know, and he was in here. Um, you know, come in here. Let's have a conversation. I promise, like we can set up terms. If you if there's anything you don't want to touch on, whatever, whatever. You know, like you gotta. And like that's what he was saying because I was telling him, yeah, I just pretty much want to be part of the community not really trying to make money off it or anything like that and he's like well the best thing to do was to focus on your podcast because if you look at joe rogan you'll see big name rappers going in there and joe rogan has nothing to do with rap at all right and i'm like dude to think about it like that is the best way because joe rogan he's the dream podcast joe rogan is definitely the dream number one podcast 
that pretty much every podcaster would want to be like because you're not pigeonholed into just talking about rap. You're not just pigeonholed into talking about cars. Right, he talks or about whatever he wants to talk about. Whatever the hell you want to talk about. And that's the whole reason that I didn't even want to make Downtime with Downstar about cars. Right. Because I don't want to be talking about cars all the time. Yeah. No, just to just keep plugging forward. You know, the you getting uh, whatever you need, man. I can email people. Yeah, dude. I like I am uh, You could be my Frank, rep, bro. Frank Downstar secretary, you know? You <laughs> could be my rep. Yeah. You would be a good rep, dude. Dude, I I don't have like any um qualms or fears of like trying to approach people as long as i know what i'm doing you know what i mean like i'm just like hey you want to come out hang out on tuesday then i'm like (laughs) (laughs) come on kanye come to my house hey can you imagine that dude now that would be some crazy ass shit that kanye did dude if he if he heard that that his fans wanted him to get back to uh back to earth back to back to planet earth yeah if he just reached out to me and just wanted to come on the podcast, we'd come on here. We'd have an honest conversation. We could talk about aliens or animals or whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. Yay. This is your this I don't know, man. He, 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 didn't, he, he was going to go on Joe Rogan. He bailed out of that one. So I don't, I don't know. Do you think, that, do you think that he ba- he bailed out because he was intimidated? I think he just he, he bailed out because he has a fear of of the the of the mental vomit that just starts coming out once he gets going you know like once once he starts flowing it's just like and then and maga blur yeah i just uh he i don't think i don't know if he can control himself so maybe it's better that he is like in those sound bites where he only limits it to like little sentences and stuff because i i don't know every time lately that he's gone on his rants it's just it's it's it hasn't been good, you know? Yeah, and I think that Joe would be the perfect person for him to sit down with because he can help him dissect those 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 thoughts that he's having. Yeah. You know, a lot of the stuff that he says, I'm not hating on him, dude. Like, if you if you want to develop low low income like communities right and um you know 3d print them or whatever you want to do like dude so be it like if that's what you want to do that's dope yeah. but you have to be able to explain it a little better if you want people to actually take you seriously instead of just sounding like a big child yeah no it's it's for sure like elon musk he's got tesla and he's got uh He's got SpaceX, and then he's like, you know what? Let me throw some flamethrowers up in this mother, because I can. Might as well, dude. Yeah, and he right? did it, right? He did it. And so so why not? Might as well. Like, might as well diversify. Yeah. But that's good. But you feel, you feel good about the, the podcast and as, as, the, as, the, as the future direction of Downstar? Oh, yeah, dude. Right. Definitely, man. I, I feel like um, I, want, I want to start working on uh, a lot of different branches of downstar you know i don't i don't want to i don't want to just be pigeonholed in into cars right at all right i, I want to be into everything want to be lifestyle yeah lifestyle kind yeah. of thing no definitely man um i even told christian that i want to start a skate team yeah yeah i heard that yeah so That's good. um i mean all that would be is I have to be just part of that community, right. and he's part of it, dude. He's 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 at the he's at the ground level of it, dude. He just got bit by the bug, and he loves skating, man. Good. He uh yesterday he woke up and it was maybe like 
8.30 in the morning, 9 in the morning, we heard the door open, and he went out and go skate outside. He just loves skating now, dude, and I have the means to uh, to find where to get skateboards designed. We actually already got skateboards designed, and they should be coming in pretty soon. Small batch of like 20 skateboards or something like that. Yeah. But I have the means to to get the merch, the skateboards. I can put together videos, photography. I can... I can get ads in magazines. Like, why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. If if that would be something dope for my son to to be part of, like, yo, I'm on a skate team, Downstar skate team, and it's in whatever Thrasher magazine or something like that. Right. Well, people don't understand. At the end of the day, those those print magazines, it's not gold, bro. They're they're happy that they're still in business right so whatever that ad is going to be with 300 bucks 500 bucks a month to put this ad in there okay cool i'll just run it for a few months just so i can have that accomplishment checked off the bucket checked list. off the bucket list dude yeah. yep downstar skate team what we were in we were in thrasher you know and you and then you can get those uh there's those magazine companies that um it's like so you know how you get a feature in a, a like a like your car featured in a magazine. Okay. So you'll get contacted maybe a month later, and they'll say, "Hey, we're calling from I think it's like in the news, maybe." Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, we're yeah. in the news, and we saw you got your feature for one ninety nine. You get a plaque. You know, it would be the same thing if I called them and said, "Hey guys, uh, my company was in in uh, in Thrasher. Can you make a cool board with like the cover?" You know, the ad, some other pictures or something like that. To just get your mama to do it. She can get out there with some scissors <laughs> yeah. and go to Michael's and get a resin. nice frame. <laughs> Put some resin in it. <laughs> Mixing some, up the resin. Dude, she'll be out there with the Mod Podge and, and maybe a, a little bit of glitter. And she'll, she'll lace it up for you. You can get in the news for 200 bucks. Fuck that shit. You're still on the grind, homie. You don't need to be spending no 200 on that. I'll do it for 50. Okay. Ross will do it for 50, man. Speaking of that, we have our other project going on, dude. Yeah, we have our pr operation uh, remodel the floor, the 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 showroom the show at the room. shop. That's gonna be pretty tight, dude. I'm super excited about that. Um, matter of fact, do you know anybody who does painting? Yeah, I'll get you his info. Really? He's he's a really good guy. Because I kind of just don't want to paint it. I'd rather have somebody come in a day that we're working, blow it out, mask it off, paint it up. And then as soon as that's all painted, then we'll be ready for the floor. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is painting the whole inside of the uh, the showroom black, the roof, the sidewalls. Let me let me know what you think, because uh -huh. that's kind of our colors, like dark black, white, gray, things like that. The whole thing painted black um, Do the floor like. Darker gray, I was kind of thinking. Yeah. So one of those kind of colors, something. Do the whole hardwood floor like that. Get like a black couch. Um, Val's actually going to Ikea and she's getting these two uh, glass cases. Mm -hmm. She has them in her room and I said if she could pick up a couple for me. So instead of having bolts like we did hanging uh, on grids, uh -huh. I'm going to have these little display cases where I can have the bolts and the different colors and have it just look really nice. And it's going to be in the glass case, so it's not really going to get messed with. or It's just more stationary. Yeah. The, the only thing I would say 
is the black is going to, that's not a big room. Yeah. So the black is going to make it feel small. Mm-hmm. So maybe you only do one wall with black, you know, as like an accent wall and okay. the other one's white. So it pops like, you know, hmm. just because it, it's a small room, you got to, if you have a darker floor, black walls, that shit's going to feel tiny. So yeah. what other colors, say if I wanted to paint all the walls the same color, uh-huh. what about if we did like a gray? I would do like a, like a, a steely kind of gray. Really? Like a real masculine, like, like metal gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not married to black, yeah. you know, so we could do, we could do that. Yeah. If, the, plus, if you plus think with, that would make more sense. Plus with black, it shows like scratches and stuff way more easily. You know? Got you. Got yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to do that. We're going to do the floor. Um, nice. And then, um. So where where the window is, that's where I want to have a couch. I want to have a little couch uh-huh. right there. On the left side, that's where we're gonna have like a, a display case, maybe like a, a little table where you can put drinks at or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, put some magazines on top, whatever. I want to make it look really elegant. Now, where you would be sitting at the couch, say you're gonna look at the wall. Uh, I want to have a TV. Put a nice TV, hang the TV right there, no wires or nothing showing right there. And then maybe just have on the TV playing throughout the day, have like a loop or have whatever playing, YouTube or what, it doesn't matter. I just want it to be like a real chill kind of place. Okay. In the center, I want to have a, a carpet, maybe even have like a, a custom carpet made with the Downstar logo. You know, like a like a big circle carpet. I'm getting fancy. Hell yeah, dude. That's what I want to do, bro. I want to get like a, a coffee table too. But the biggest is gonna be that uh that fish tank. No, uh, the fifty gallon was it? One fifty, bro. Yeah. So Preppy said he has a hundred fifty gallon fish tank that uh he's been wanting to set up. Uh huh. And he hasn't had a spot to. And I said, dude, set it up here as long as you maintain it. That's it. Prep always comes to the shop anyways, so. He's got to feed those fish whatever rats they (laughs) eat or whatever. (laughs) Clean the poops. Yeah, dude. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, he's pretty stoked about it. Yeah. And um, I think we're going to put some uh, bass in there. So I hope no no wildlife people are listening. Why, is Uh, that illegal? I guess so. Is it? I I think it is, dude. He said it is. I guess you're not allowed to put bass in aquariums. Well, those... those, um... Which we'll call it those outdoor shops, right? Those big old, uh, not Turner. I know Turner's one of them, but what's the one? Bass Pro Shops? Mm-hmm. They got the bass in there. Yeah, they probably got permits or something. I'm not yeah. trying to get no damn permit. Maybe bro. you just need a certain amount of water for a certain size fish. Maybe, but Prep said that they, they have really small bass that don't grow um, past maybe a few inches or something like oh, that. Okay. So get some small bass and yeah. then uh, even the inside of the tank make it look really cool maybe some like nice weeds or something some nice, some nice weeds. lights or i don't know <laughs> dude whatever the fish like i want to i want to i want to google what uh what bass dig what bro. bass dig yeah maybe put like an old ass rim in there or something and cut in fun. half <laughs> and they die of like <laughs> lead poisoning <laughs> Well, I guess I'm that's why you don't have bass. Because this is where you can't have bass. That's why we can't have nice things, Frank. You're just trying to put lead in everything. But that's my plan, dude. I'm pretty excited for that. I think that that's going to look really cool. Because there was just a lot of uh, a lot of old energy 
at the shop. Yeah. We need to switch up, man. I want to make the shop look a little different. Plus, when people come into the shop, it's not like they're looking around like, hey, so uh, what do you guys do here? Yeah, Everybody most- that comes to the shop, they know why they're there. Right. Yeah, for sure. So it's not like we have to have that stuff on display. Right. We can just go walk and get it for them or whatever. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that should be a pretty cool project. But yeah, if you can, oh. shoot me the guy that, uh, like a painter dude yeah. that you would know. Just like text me in the morning. If I can't remember, I'll just blast you with it. For sure. He's, 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 um, he's done like a bunch of us properties for us at work. And oh, really? Dad and yeah, he, he painted our house. So he's a... He's a blow and go guy. Just out. Hell yeah, dude. That's what I want, man. Somebody get in there, take care of business and later. But I got all these projects going on. Uh, what projects that you got going on? Especially that book, bro. What's up with that? Yep, I'm doing some some writing. I got back into it. I got a laptop now so that I Sweet. can work in the in the living room or whatever. And then uh we're trying to do like Shelly wants to do kind of like a um like a parenting and design and like all that kind of stuff like a website oh okay i'm trying to get her her up and running on that oh no way yeah because you know the thing with that is like the same thing with you like you know if 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 it's a business then you can not just write everything off but you can use those 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 opportunities as as business opportunities too you know like for her if she wants to make like a, a a family website every time we go to the beach she takes a couple pictures it's part of the thing you know yeah 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 so it makes it easy it makes it like two birds with one stone and she's very good at it too man yeah thank you yeah she has she has such a good eye and she has such a good rapport with people yeah like something that i can never do that she is so good at is that people will just open up like to her they'll be telling her things that like they shouldn't even be telling her because she she doesn't know them like that you know really yeah like it's like it's like i don't know if it if that's if that's her superpower or what but people will just be like yeah and so you know my my husband did this and she's like what why are you telling me this no (laughs) shit you know good and bad but people are just like open up like bam here here i am you know maybe she has one of those like those 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 kind yeah that's probably what it is freaking i trust you with my with my secrets or whatever like i've never had people just be like you know and so i was thinking about getting a divorce from the wife (laughs) what do you think of that that i'd be like the fuck why are you telling me this where are you coming from you know i swear like like we'll we'll, she'll she'll go to the school like sawyer school and then the, the one of the ladies, and she's a really like nice lady. She was talking to her about her boyfriend and this and that. And I'm like, you're there like once every other week. Like, how is, <laughs> why is this lady opening up to you so much? She's just like, I don't know. No That's just what way. people do. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be a good sign of something, dude. It is. It's, you know what? She has, like I said, she has a superpower to let people, like, that allows people to open up. She just needs to use it. She needs to you, you learn that power, how to harness it, how to know? monetize it, how to monetize it. Exactly. Because like, you know, I told her like, man, maybe you should just be out there like, you know, having these conversations, like helping people, you know, like charging for something. She's like, I don't want to have a lot of these conversations. Like, I don't know these people. That's I don't wait, care. bro. It is weight. It really is weight. That's energy, man. Energy is never destroyed, bro. It's just passed on. And you know, what's the problem with a lot of like people, people's problems is that they don't really want solutions. They just kind of want to gripe about it. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of people will say the same thing and they'll say the same thing. And they'll say the same thing and they'll have all these problems. And it's like, 
whoa, fix the problem, fix the problem. Fix it. And after a while, then you're just like, okay, you're not going to, so I'm not going to say fix the problem anymore. I'm just going to listen and nod. Okay. Okay. Cause you know, yeah. what, what I'm, what I'm saying to you, you're, you're not listening to, you're not digesting. It's not a real problem. What, what a real problem is, is one plus one. I don't know what it means. I don't know what it adds up to. Okay. No. It's two. Oh, okay. That's the problem. What these people have is why aren't things working out in my way without me changing anything at all? Right. That's that's what they want. Why won't the world work how I want it to? Right. But you know what? It's most people. They just and, and I, I think in some ways, uh, me included, you know, you just keep running at the same wall and you just keep getting the same results. And you're like, God damn it. Why isn't this working? Yeah. It's in the same wall, you know? So I don't know. Like I'm like I'm trying to do this 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 thing for her, but. I've been trying to do like little businesses for a long time and I'm like, this isn't working. This isn't working. But the difference is I keep running at different walls. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to focus on one thing that you really want yeah. and you just have to keep going after it and uh, keep going after it and after until forever and ever. And eventually if you put enough in or if you put enough time into it, something will come out of it. Yeah. And that's why, like, you know, you were saying on uh, when you were on the radio, mm -hmm. you, you know, you had those guys inspired. You were saying, just do it. Go get it. Go make it happen. You know, live your dream. Otherwise, what the fuck are you doing? Enrico and Mambo were like, damn, son, we're going to go quit right now. I'm putting <laughs> in my two weeks. And I could hear the bosses in the background like, hey, get this down. Get this. Get off the air. It was IFCC out when you need them. <laughs> I think he said shit. <laughs> no dude but a lot of stuff that I, I was saying is a lot of stuff that i have to say to myself all the time just to you know keep me going and just to keep keep everything into perspective you yeah. know and you just um like the whole thing i was saying about time and you know when you spend time with people you're you're actually spending uh you're you're giving them free time that you charge you're 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 your business or your uh your employer for uh -huh. you, know, you charge your employee 15 bucks an hour for your time but you're giving somebody four hours of your time for for free and after you leave these interactions it's like dude what the fuck did i just give you four hours for you make me feel worse oh yeah then i felt when we hung out and that's i know that stuff from personal experiences Life. from spending yeah from spending time with people and just being like dude why the fuck am i even here with you dude you're <laughs> you're an asshole bro yeah, some people could be like that yeah sure. we're not having a good time maybe you're having a good time but yeah and then people like we were just talking about a second ago sometimes people just like to like air all their grievances or just be like bro i'm not doing good and this is why and it's like oh why are you bringing me down yeah you should have told me that's why you wanted to fucking hang out because I would have told you, nah, I'm good. I'm good, homie. I'm good. Uh, hey, bro, how you doing? Are you still happy? Oh, yeah, I'm hella happy. All right, let's go eat now. Yeah. You're, you're not happy. I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah, but it's um, the whole radio thing was it was a blessing, man. Good. It was uh, it was it, it made me feel like I was on the right path, you know, and it made me feel like that maybe we do have a a a bigger goal for this podcast rather than just being like fun. kind of a fun thing right to do maybe this could 
turn into something else. Yeah, man. I've I've always wanted to do like podcasts ever since I got into like listening to them. And, you know, I, I've cut back a little bit. Um, but man, I just loved like digesting them and devouring them and just like listening to the different kinds of topics and conversations. Cause you know, some, so much of it's unstructured, like what we're doing here. We're just like talking about the first thing that pops into our mind. And some of it's like funny. Some of it's heartfelt. Some of that shit don't make sense. Yeah. So some of it like, you know, maybe it's offensive to some, maybe like your mama don't want to hear some of the stuff, Yeah. Like, you know, whatever it is, but it's, it's just like, it's, it's, it's real, you know, it's real. I think that's what people gravitate towards podcasts the most is because it's, it's, they're real. And when you find a podcast that's not real or you find that it's edited, like there's some podcasts that I could hear the edit points in it. And I'm just cut. like, dude, this shit's whack. I don't even want to listen to this no more. Because if I'm going to listen to some edited shit, some polished shit, I might as well just go on YouTube. I might as well just go watch TV or might as well go watch an interview on, on the news. Right. But I want to hear some real shit. But see, even then, like the difference between like a podcast like Joe Rogan, right? And like an interview on like 60 minutes is that the advertisers on Joe Rogan, they know that like stuff might get wild. He might pull out the weed. He might pull out the whiskey, you know, all this stuff's going to, and they're like, okay, we accept that. Mm -hmm. Right. But 60 minutes, like McDonald's is like, no, no, no. They showed a nipple on TV. Yeah, dude. They said poop. <laughs> Stupid ass fools. Yeah, dude, and that's why podcast is the future, man. It's the wave. But I don't want to get far away from it, dude. You got the laptop, so so where are we at with it, bro? Um, I'm, you know, I'm. I'm you didn't bring a paragraph for... or nothing. No, I don't have anything. I've been waiting for you to email me, bro. And you're still being stingy I don't have with your that email. shit. Give me your email. Write it down. Downstarincalabon dot com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll send it to you because I need I need the the pick me up too. I need the like the boost of energy because I have so many ideas where I just like I start them. And they get hot and then like i just like let it sit on the back burner is it hard that you uh so well not maybe another way to to rephrase it is when you're gonna write a story uh -huh. there has to be the overall theme of what you want the book to be about right right, right? Uh -huh. so do you feel like you're you're still married to that same theme that that you were doing before no i think everything um evolves as you think about the process right like there's two ways that you can think of uh, of, of a story it's like i start here mm -hmm. and i literally like go along the path with the characters and you're even kind of maybe even surprised at what happens you're like oh man you know it'd be really awesome here and then you try it out right so there's like that way okay and i've done like some writing where i do that and then there's the kind of thing where you're like dude that would be an awesome ending to, to a story and then you kind of build off of the ending like, okay, well, if that's the ending, how did I get there? Like reverse right? engineer it? Yeah, reverse engineer it. So like like the hardest part for me is finding like the middle ground. And like the middle ground is you take all of these like ideas that you have like plot points. Like, oh, wouldn't this be awesome? Oh, wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be awesome? And you throw them all on the on the paper right and then you say well okay how do i like organize these into paragraphs how do i organize these into chapters where does this fall versus where that falls you know so it's like it's for me i just don't have like the time to do it and it and it's like sometimes i'll sit down 
And I'm like, okay, it's 10 o'clock at night. I'm going to hit this for like two, three hours. And then all of a sudden I'll wake up and I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> the oh, the dog was shit. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, and then there's just a bunch of Ds. <laughs> like 15 pages of D, you know? <laughs> uh, or, or I've done it where like I'll, I'll grab the laptop and I, I sit down with like the co- my coffee in the morning. And I'm like, all right, I have 30 minutes. And I'll grab my phone real quick. And all of a sudden, I swear it's like a trance that I'm like on Reddit. And I spend like 15 minutes just like scrolling. I'm just like, wait, what? Quick. What, what happened to time? Yep. I deleted it from my phone like a few times. I'm Did like, you? Nope. Get this app out. Of <laughs> I, I've, I've deleted like all the games off my phone. I And like 90% of like the apps that I have that aren't for like anything but like productivity. Because you just, you do, you pick it up and you're like, oh, what? Swipe, 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 yeah. So, I don't know, man. It's so hard like in, in like today's era, it's not to get just like time warped and just lose all your time. You know what I do is I try to do it twice a week is just drive and I drive 45 minutes for work mm-hmm. but with, with no radio, no podcast, no nothing. And just like let the brain just like start talking, you know, like a form of meditation. Yeah, because at first you get in the car and you're just like, it's really quiet in here. And then all of a sudden you're like. Living la vida loca. <laughs> oh, that's what's on your radio, Ross. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, it's just, it's just like some song just pops out of your head. Then all of a sudden you're like, fuck, I'm a whole piece of shit. Why didn't I do my push-ups yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, where did that come from? And then all of a sudden your brain's like somewhere else. And you're like, you know what would be awesome is this. And he's just, it's good to like, like you said, like meditation. Like it's like one of those, um, those salt bath things, you know? Mm-hmm. Where it's just like your brain, like you have 45 minutes and you've done the drive every single day. And it's just like the brain just starts wandering. And all of a sudden you're at work and you're like, whoa, what happened? How the hell did I get here? Yeah. Like a like a float tank? Yeah. I've been actually wanting to try one of those, dude. Oh, I thought you did one. Mm-mm. No? I want to do the float tank. Too. Locally, they have one, uh, but it's just one tank in Ventura, which I would only want. I would just need one, but... I kind of would like to go with somebody else. Like if me and you went. Oh, do it at the same time. Do it at the same time. Like make the appointment one o'clock or whatever. You know, we go in there, we're chilling, we come out. Yeah. I think that would be tight because then we could share our experiences. Yeah, yeah. Because I already know that I'm crazy, dude. I'm so da- if I I'm go in there by that. myself. Yeah. So really? You're yeah, down? Yeah. You Hell know, yeah, dude. Freaking do that. Well, there's Just the like one in um in Venice, I believe it is. The float lab. Uh-huh. I think that's what it's called in Venice. Um, that's the one that Joe Rogan always talks about. But I want to go check that out because especially after the Russell Brand uh interview that he just did. Uh-huh. And talking about like uh like TMT and a lot of those kind of drugs that make you trip. Uh-huh. I'm really interested in that kind of stuff, man, because I think that there's a lot more to this world that that we don't know or we don't see or we can't understand. Yeah. And uh, I think if I was able to go into that realm, um, it might help me prepare more for what we have in this in this physical world and what things are important to focus on and what things are not important to focus on. You know? Yeah, it's true. I don't know. I'm down to do it. Okay. Do it. Cool. Well, I'll, we I'll, definitely set that up. 
Uh, yeah, I was even I was I, I was even talking to someone about like microdosing. I was like, I would I wouldn't mind trying that, but I I don't know. I don't do any of that kind of stuff, so I, I, know, I would be man. afraid of just going off the walls. Yeah, it would be very scary for me. Like I would have to do it around somebody who I really 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 respect them. To talk you down off the off the ledge if you start tripping something or some were somebody that i could just believe them not just somebody who's just like a hippie like yeah. no disrespect to my sister but if my sister came with some dmt and she's like hey want to do some dmt i'm like nah, <laughs> nah. I'm cool brad because i know that she, <laughs> she probably doesn't know where the hell that came from or whatever but yeah maybe if she had a lab coat on maybe then i'll believe her a little more no i i, I hear you you, you know what i like, mean yeah if someone came to you like and they were like, this is some science grade shit. They're doing lab testing on this. And people had some real good results. And, da, 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 da. and you take exactly this pill. Exactly and- this much. It's going to last for this long. Yeah. Yes. And then you'd be like, okay, all right, let's do this. You know, Sign a waiver and yeah. shit. Put away all the sharp objects just in case shit gets batty. Yeah. But you know how that stuff just gets a bad rap right off. Right well, off the bat, it's just people, whenever you think of hallucinogens, you think of, oh, what, do you, what is this like? Uh like heroin or something you know it's kind of kind of in that same right area of of drugs i do, i you know i i'm sure this is what happened i'm sure that like military people like messed around with the drugs to see how bad they could mess with people and they saw that people would go off the rails on that stuff so they're like no this should not be on the streets <laughs> schedule one yeah because because you know like you put like Imagine you went, you were tripping balls, and then you went to like see Pet Cemetery. Not good. No, not good. But I think DMT only lasts for like fifteen minutes too. I could spare fifteen minutes real quick going yeah. to a different planet. Heck yeah. What if you What if you go for fifteen minutes and you wake up and you remember a whole entire different life, like a whole lifetime? That'd be pretty intense. Because time is just relative, man, to whatever situation that you're in. Just like you're saying when you're driving to work um you it's it's relative because you're just think you're not even paying attention to what you're doing so literally you're not it's not an exact 45 minutes it's just from when i was consciously thinking that i was leaving my driveway to when i'm pulling up at work how long did the time actually feel you know so what if you go into one of these dmt trips and it feels like eternity it feels like eternity yeah I don't know. That that would be. I, I mean, I'm, I'd be down to do it, like you said, in the exact same like situation. If it's like real, like clinical, medical, this is what it is. This is how long it is. This is what you got to do. Um, but yeah, like homie in the in the streets, are like, hey man, you know here it is. Uh. Oh yeah, I got, oh yeah, yeah, I could get GMP. No problem. <laughs> like, yeah. No, okay. like, no, thank you. No, okay, I'm bro. cool on that. Maybe when I was single. I would be more down for it. You were yelling. But I have like, I have too much responsibility right now, dude. And, and it's not, not a bad thing. No. You know, I'm, I'm a grown man now and I can't just be around going, taking hallucinogens and worrying about the consequences later, dude. Yeah. You don't want to wake up butt naked with your car wrapped around a tree going like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Commenting to Joe Rogan. Yeah. Joe, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you mean, I mean, and I'm pretty sure that people have done like that crazy kind of stuff, you know? 
But why I say the float the the float tanks is because that you're supposed to get kind of like a natural um even though DMT is natural it's like a natural kind of trip yeah you know because you the for for the people listening right now what a, a float tank is it's it's full of water I don't know how how deep it would be but it, it's it's deep enough where your back isn't touching the floor of the tank so say it has maybe two feet or something like a bathtub full but probably a big bathtub big bathtub full and the water is has salt in it yeah so you so you float and the water is the same temperature as the air so it feels like you're floating and um there's zero light so there's no light you can't see anything even if you open your eyes you can't hear anything and you pretty much lose all senses yeah. And why do we want to do this? <laughs> Dude, I would, I, I don't know. I, Sounds I cool, do though. Yeah, it does sound cool. Sounds cool. Like, have you ever pressed on your eyes really hard until you see, like, red things and then, like, little little pictures will appear? You never no. done that? Dude, like, next time you just, like, pre press on your eyes and you can see, like, little, little bits of red. And if you push long enough, like, stuff will start, like, popping in front of your eyes. Really? Yeah. Like, shapes like, and stuff? Yeah. Just like squiggly lines and shapes and whatnot, but I've done it before, and I'm just like trying to like make a picture appear. You know, it's like, come on, make a duck. Yeah, come on, make a duck. <laughs> yeah, but we should definitely do that, dude. We need to do more field trips, man. You came out with a a good idea the other day. Yeah, about um watching a movie uh -huh. or a show or something like that. Just talk about it. Let's talk about it. I think that would be pretty cool, man. Yeah, some recommendations. Um, so we're going to put that out now. Um, me, Ross, and Prep are going to go see uh, Pet Cemetery since I pushed out when we were supposed to go the other time, and we're going to review it. So if you guys haven't seen Pet Cemetery, make sure you watch it soon because we're gonna about to ruin that shit for you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just tell you, the dog dies. <laughs> I know that for sure. Dude. But I'm super excited for uh, to read some of this book, man. I want to see what's in that brain of yours, bro. Dark thoughts. Yeah, you got. I want to see some dark stuff in there, man. I hope. I hope that there's some uh, some stuff that throws me for a loop in there. So no, it's, it's... kind of like um, Fifty Shades meets Hogwarts. You know, that's kind of <laughs> oh, what we got going on. Shit. Like the Muggles just getting nasty. I've never seen uh, Harry Potter. No. No. Have you been to that Harry Potter land? No, I've never been. No, to Harry is that land. at this Disneyland? No, that's at Universal. It's it, but it's at oh, this it's, it's at this Universal yeah. though. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was in Orlando for some reason. Well, they have it there too. I think it's bigger over there. Speaking of Orlando, that's where I'll be this weekend. Nice though. Well, there you go. You can go see some Harry Potter by myself. I'm just gonna go take DMT and go see Harry Potter my damn self, bro. Dude, <laughs> not the best idea. No, I'm not. I mean. <laughs> that's up to you but i don't know man uh, that magical wizarding world you might end up with like a with a magic wand up your butt or something i just might end up working at disney world <laughs> and trapped by the by the the house of mouse yeah well they got they got everybody else so why not you too there you go dude but yeah. i'll be there uh i'll be there friday to monday in orlando i'm taking all my podcast stuff too Good. So I'm gonna knock out Man. some podcasts out yeah, there. Yeah, set it up in your in your hotel room or your well, Airbnb we have a we what? have an Airbnb. The guy who runs the show, the iBlock Meet, he always gets a um a house where a few people will stay at. And, you know, people helping out with the show and things like that, close friends and stuff. So um, 
we're gonna go uh, we're gonna go stay at that pad and then one of my buddies that's staying there with us uh this guy big mike he's been on the podcast a couple times yeah yeah um we're gonna do an episode with him and uh i got a couple other guys that i'm gonna pot out there with but nice man i'm on my grizzly bro what's a what's an eibach uh eibach is the name of a, a a company where they sell like springs and struts and oh, so they put together the things like that. Well, there's a guy that works at the company Ibox. So the company uh, is in Corona, but it originated in like Germany or something. I think that this is just maybe their U.S. factory. I'm not sure how it works, but okay. this guy um, is my buddy Ryan. Ryan Hegner. He works at the Ibox facility. So him and a, a few other guys, they put together this meat before, and it's called the Ibach meat. Uh-huh. And basically what it was was a meat at the Ibach facility, but it was like a Honda only because they were only into Hondas. And you would think that Ibach is like a Honda company, but now they sell stuff. Majority of this stuff goes on like Mustangs and Camaros and Toyota, Tundras and things like but that. But Ryan liked you know? Hondas. But Ryan liked Hondas. Mm. So um, they threw the event in the parking lot like on a weekend or something like that and it was a good event and then the next year got bigger and bigger and in 2011 so this was they're maybe on their 16th 15th uh ibox 17th Uh something like that it's been around for a minute so in 2011 was the last time that they could have at the facility because the city of Corona was like, no mas Tomas, bro. You're shutting down our fucking city. That's how big it was, dude. Really? Yeah, the freeway exits and all the side streets and such. They were getting full of the uh, like Hondas coming from all over. All over the U.S., dude. Nice. I had buddies uh, drive from from the east coast to go to that event really so then it moved from there to um to a, another racetrack and then another stadium and uh and then a few years back they decided to make it uh like like a tour so that event was only in socal so then they they spread it out so now it's like orlando ohio philly um so to get the crowds a little less knowing that they'll be coming well not not only that but just to just to spread the name of just to make the to make it grow yeah to make the show grow so as long as so so it's not just like a socal thing right it's everybody's gonna get their taste now and uh it's been pretty successful man and it's really fun because just think about staying in a pad with three or four of your really good buddies and all of you not having anything to do any of your regular obligations that you would have to do like work you know and answer phone calls and emails and things like that pretty much all of that gets gets put on hold for these few days while we're running this event and um yeah it's gonna be really cool man i'm excited the only thing that really bums me about bums me out is just leaving the family you know yeah but uh, Ashley's really, uh, really good about it. She never trips on it, dude. She knows that this is a necessary part of growing the brand and keeping it growing. And yeah, dude, you got to do what you got to do to survive. You got to go to Orlando. Got to go to Orlando. So sling we'll some there, parts man. and uh, some, some gear to Disney. Definitely, dude. But when I get back, we got to go check out that movie for sure, dude. 
Yeah. We'll check out that movie, and uh, I got to get you back in here more, dude. It's been a while, and uh, like I said, I've been lagging it. I've been lazy on the podcast, dude, and I apologize to everybody listening. I apologize to you, to your face, looking at you straight in the eyes right now, Ross. It's you, a beautiful thing. Do you take that? Yeah. Take that. Take that, baby. <laughs> take it like take mace. It. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, once again, if you guys want to follow Ross, I'll have his information below. Uh, his Instagram is Rossum, R-O-S-S-0-M-E. And he's one of That's the raddest me. dads ever invented. Hey, hey. And uh, this is episode 57. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> <laughs>